Welcome to the Hope United Podcast, where we're creating a culture of worship, family, and discipleship. We hope this message challenges, inspires, and gives you hope today. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. Before we get started, let's pray. God, I thank you, Lord, that you do have good plans for us. God, plans to prosper us and not to harm us, God give us a beautiful future in 2024. God, let us catch the vision for those good plans today. Let us hear something in your word that would inspire us, that would elevate us, God, and that would help us see a better picture for what you want to do in this new year. In Jesus' name, everybody said, Amen. amen. I believe that God wants to do some things that we've never seen before. And the more I've been praying about it, the more I've just got excited about it. So today I want to share with you some of the things that God has been speaking to Pastor Corinne and I about this new year. And we really feel that every time you come into a new year, you have an opportunity to hear God's voice and move with intentionality into the new year. Um, I don't believe in going into the new year and just taking whatever life throws at you. I believe in hearing something from God and declaring uh, that over your life and saying, God has spoken this, God has promised this over my life, and moving forward to achieving that in your year. How many want to believe that today? I believe what Hebrews eleven six says, he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. I think somewhere in diligently asking, God, what do you want to do this year? Diligently seeking after him to hear, um, what is your blueprint, God, for this year? I believe we're going to find something. We're going to hear something today that is deeply profound. Just touch your ears and say, God, let me hear what you want me to hear today. I want to start with a, uh, a story here in Luke 5, uh, 1. And it says, One day as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. And he noticed two empty boats on the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it into the water. So he sat on the boat and he taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Master, Simon replied, we've been working hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. And this time, their nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat, and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. When Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh Lord, please leave me. I'm such a sinful man. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught, as, they, as were the others with him. His partners James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. And Jesus replied to Simon, Don't be afraid, for now on you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. I want to tell you what you are going to do in this new year, if you're following God, is going to be some things you've never done before. It might look like stuff you've done before. It might feel at times like it's stuff that you've done before, but it's something that you've never done before. 
I take a look at these men that became disciples of Jesus. And these men, um, Jesus was asking them to do something that they had done many times. They had done this since they were young. They did this as an occupation. Fish. Fishing. And yet Jesus was saying, you're going to see something and you're going to do something that you've never done before. I want to tell you that 2024, God wants us to do some things. He wants to show us some things that we've never seen before. And God wants to increase our capacity. Look at somebody and say, it's not what you've done before. So Jesus saw these men, these, these men who eventually became disciples, and um, he was exposing them to a higher capacity of their gift. Right? They were fishermen, but what Jesus exposed them to was the greatest catch of their life. It said that for a fisherman to get down on his knees and repent, it had to be a pretty miraculous catch of fish. Jesus was stepping into their life and showing them a different level of capacity. And it was a capacity that was both spiritual. It was the greatest spiritual moment of their life up until that point. It was also the greatest financial moment of their life. It is the greatest catch they had ever received. And so God was increasing these young disciples' capacity. And God wants to increase our capacity in the natural and in the spiritual. God wants to increase your capacity but it's important. Um, he wants to do it not just in the spirit, but also in the natural. These men were affected in both ways. And this is a moment in a year, I believe, when God wants to increase our capacity. These men saw resources in the natural beyond what they had ever seen. That's why they were amazed. And then they began this journey to see how God could use their natural gift or what they had used for the natural also, how they could use it in a spiritual sense, right? He said, you've been fishing for fish. Now I'm going to take that gift. I'm going to flip it. I'm going to show you the, the spiritual side of that gift. Because I want you to not just know how to do the natural. Now I need you to grow and understand the spiritual side. I'm going to teach you how to be fishing for people, right? Fishing for fish, fishing for people. And Jesus began to increase their capacity. Jesus, he walks up, right, and... The story tells us that he sees two boats, right? He sees two vehicles, right? Um, in, in finance, we call a vehicle something that helps us get from one place to another, right? Those that invest, right? And so he walks up on the shore and he sees two vehicles, two boats. And I want to tell you that God is going to bring um, strategies. He's going to show you strategies. The thing is, Jesus walked up on the shore... Who gave him the strategy to step into the boat, to see those two boats? It was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to give you strategies to step into, right? And so Jesus saw not only the people that he wanted to work with, he saw the vehicle that would help accomplish the increase of capacity. So God will give you the strategy to enable you to operate on a higher capacity because God wants to increase your capacity. Where does he want to increase your capacity? In the spiritual and in the natural. 3 John 1, 2 says, I pray that you may prosper in what things? All things. All things. Spiritual and the natural, right? 
I want you to prosper in all things and be in good health just as your soul prospers. Emotionally, spiritually, with your health, with your finances, I pray that you prosper in all of these things. Deuteronomy 8.18 says, Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you the power to be successful. It's important that we remember him because we go through certain seasons and we go, Man, I really feel blessed in this season. Remember who gave you the success. Sometimes we go through difficult seasons and we say, man, I don't even know how I'm going to get through this. Remember God. He's the one that gives you the ability to be successful again. Whether you're on the mountain, whether you're in the valley, remember him that gives you the ability to be successful. And he wants you to be successful in the spiritual and in the natural. So as we pursue God, he enlarges our capacity to do bigger and greater kingdom things. First Chronicles, there's a man named Jabez. And the Bible calls him an honorable man. And he prayed this prayer in 1 Chronicles 4.10. He said, Oh, that you would bless me and expand my territory. Please be with me in all that I do and keep me from all trouble and pain. And I love this part. And God granted his request. What did he pray? God bless me, enlarge or increase me, be with me and keep me from all trouble and pain. God wants to enlarge your territory. Do you believe that today? God wants to enlarge your borders. He wants to enlarge you as a person. He wants to enlarge your capacity for good. He wants to enlarge your capacity to love people. He wants to enlarge your capacity to pray. He wants to enlarge your capacity to understand things of God. And he wants to, under, he wants to enlarge your capacity to touch and impact people. He wants to enlarge your capacity to hold and steward resources. Put your hands on your heart and say, I believe God wants to enlarge my capacity. God has a design to bless us spiritually and naturally. But to fit more of that blessing in this season, we have to enlarge, we have to increase our capacity. Jesus said it like this in Mark 16, 17. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. And we know sometimes those miracles, those signs were somebody getting blind eyes open, right? Deaf people being able to speak. People that had infirmity being healed. It was also sometimes the increase of resources. We don't have but five fi- two fish and five loaves, but yet fed 5,000. How did that happen? A supernatural increase of resources. God wants to increase your capacity. He wants to increase our capacity. And that's the vision that God has begun to show us in 2024, that we will be blessed in the spiritual and the natural, and that God not only wants to bless us, He wants to increase our capacity so that we can able to steward more of the blessing. And something that I've learned about Jesus is he just steps in to situations. He doesn't ask you for permission. He didn't ask those men permission to step onto their boat. Jesus, can you imagine that? Jesus just stepped onto these strangers' boats. Jesus does not ask permission to step into your circumstances. He does not ask permission to step into relationships that you have. But it is our decision to 
follow him into that circumstance. Oh, I see God is beginning to move this and he's beginning to put these circumstances together. He stepped into that. Should I step in with him? These men had the opportunity to either stay on the shore or step in with Jesus. To move into that vehicle and move into that circumstance and move into that strategy. Or they could have tried to talk him out of it. Or they could have stayed on the shore. But thank God they followed the Lord's leading. I want to tell you that God wants to expose you to tremendous opportunities, but you have to follow his lead. He might show you some strategies that are different than you've ever seen before. Remember, because we're doing things that we've never done before. So you're going to see some strategies that you've never seen before. But if Jesus is stepping into that strategy, it's important that we step into that strategy with him. So there's about to be some God moments. Jesus is about to step into particular vehicles and strategies and relationships, and it's important that we follow his lead. It's impossible to increase your capacity without following God's lead. Is that pretty straightforward, right? We, we, we want to receive the blessing of God, but we have to be obedient to God, and we have to follow where God is leading. Those men would have never seen this mega catch of fish, this major financial and spiritual moment of their life. They would have never seen it if they wouldn't have followed him into the boat. They said, oh, Jesus, we're tired. We're already, we already brought the nets in. We're halfway done cleaning the nets. Can we try tomorrow? Maybe you could come out. We could do this like three o'clock tomorrow. No, there was a window of time. There was a God moment. And it's important to step in to that moment. Seize the moments that God gives you. There was a moment that God spoke to our family to move down here to South Florida to start a church. But it was a window of time. And if we weren't obedient in that window, that window would close. So there are time-sensitive moments that God will open up to you this year. That it's important to move in and step into those moments and seize the moments that God gives you. Now, the next thing that we see that God does is, uh, or Jesus, he, he goes and he gets in the boat and then they push out and then he teaches for a while. He says some very important things, but then he says, gentlemen, I want you to push out deeper. This is an important thing for us because if we want to get to the point of increased capacity, we've got to go deeper. You cannot grow in your capacity and be still at the same level in your faith walk. What does deeper mean to you? What is the Holy Spirit showing you about deeper? Because it's somewhere you haven't been before. It's somewhere that's uncharted territory. It's some place that we have to stretch to go to. It's a greater place of of faith. It's a greater place of prayer. It's a place of making more space for God. It's a fearless pursuit. It's obeying God even when it doesn't make sense in the natural. But to increase capacity, we have to go deeper. And Jesus is inviting us to do just that. He's saying, let's go deeper. I got something I want to show you. Let's go deeper. We have to go deeper to get to the increased capacity part. You never get to the increased capacity part without going deeper. If I followed Jesus this far, I already got in the boat, I may as well 
get a little bit uncomfortable, stretch a little bit, go a little deeper, and see what God has in this season. Challenge yourself. Don't be at the same place next year. Say, man, if I'm already in the boat, if I'm already following Jesus, if I've already gone this far, let me go deep. But you, we have moments of doubt. I, I know we have moments of doubt. And I don't want you to think that I'm up here saying I've never had moments of doubt. Peter, in the story, he had a moment of doubt. He said, but... But, but Master, we've, uh, we've been fishing all night, and we didn't catch a thing. Um, maybe we could do some other time. There were doubts, um, but he worked through the doubts. So it's not about never having doubts. It's about how you resolve the doubts. So this is an important part here to get to increased capacity, is that you have to address those lingering doubts. You have to address those pockets of doubt. Yes, I know you're a person of faith. You wouldn't be here today if you didn't have some degree of faith, right? But there's still pockets of doubt that we all deal with that the Holy Spirit wants to highlight and say, hey, take a look at that area. That part is still keeping you tethered to the shore. I want to take you deep so that you can be exposed to a greater place of blessing and understand a greater level of capacity, but you're still tethered to the shore with doubts. So we have to resolve The doubts. Peter wasn't even able to get into the boat with Jesus before he dealt with the doubts. And the great thing about getting into a relationship with God and going deeper is he's going to expose those doubts and he's going to help you. This is how God helps us with our doubts. I'm trading my sorrows, right? I'm trading my, right? So we're making an exchange with him, right? I'm trading my doubt for more faith. When I find that I have areas of doubt, where do I go? Into the presence of God. And I say, God, I need to make an exchange with you. I've got some doubts. I'd like more faith. Will you trade me my doubts for your faith? And he always does. He always does. Thank God he always will make an exchange with us, right? And this is important If you want to get to the place of increased capacity, you have to continue to, as the Lord shows you, these doubts. To resolve to have greater faith. To make those exchanges. God wants to make a trade, your doubt, for His faith. It's not that people that you see here in the hallway, people that you see on the the stage, it's not that we don't have doubts. It's just that we have made a habit and a pattern of getting into the presence of God and making an exchange. Doubts for faith. And once we have followed Jesus, once we've gone deeper and we've addressed our doubts, we're going to begin to see our nets fill up. I want to tell you in 2024, it's going to blow your mind if you're following God. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things. Somebody say, all these things. All these things will be added to you. You're going to start to see your nets fill up. If you're following Jesus, you stepped into the boat, whatever circumstance, whatever strategy, whatever circumstances, He say, enter this situation, enter this relationship, talk to this person, go through this door. 
once you're following Jesus, once you've gone deeper, when you address the doubts, you're going to begin to see your nets fill up. But then there's this important moment that you're going to deal with. When God starts pouring the blessing into your nets, something is bound to happen. You're going to hear those nets stretch, and then you're going to hear those nets begin to tear. Because the blessing will test your capacity. Now, I'm not talking about a perceived or some type of religious blessing. I'm talking about when the real blessing of God gets on your life, it will test your capacity. Why? Why will it test your capacity? Because we serve an unlimited God, and when you deal and you're in partnership and you're in service to an unlimited God, it's going to be difficult for you to get what He's got into your container. There's a capacity problem. There's a capacity challenge for each and every one of us in this room because we serve an unlimited God and we have our own constructs and our own limitations that we're dealing with. So God is telling us this year it's time to increase your capacity. Do you understand where I'm going here? Because if I want to be in relationship with God, I've got to be in a constant state of God. How do I increase my capacity? In this season, how do I Increase my capacity. God, show me how to do that. Show me what 2024 looks like as far as increasing my capacity. So God wants to fill up your nets, but it's going to test your limitations. This is an important question. How much can you handle? We all say, man, God bless me. Well, how much can he bless you? How much can you handle? How much can you steward? Are there some cracks in your character? Are there some flaws in your character that if he puts too much blessing on you, will you falter and fail? Your capacity will be tested. So it's important that we understand what is your current capacity? How much can your nets hold? The disciples started to be blessed spiritually. Financially, the greatest catch of their life was a miracle. It was financial resources as well. But then their capacity was tested. Those nets started to... Can you imagine the weight of those fish and the strain on the nets that had to be? They started to pop. Pop. And this spirit idea got in Simon's head and he shouted out to his partners... And he said, come help us. Come help us with this blessing. I want to tell you, God wants to enlarge your territory. He wants to increase your capacity. But how willing are you to be stretched? I want you to think about those nets being stretched. Are you willing to be stretched? People say, I want to be blessed, but the blessing will stretch you. There's no way to increase your capacity without being Stretched. If you're the container that God is putting into to get to become bigger in capacity, you got to stretch. Stretching is uncomfortable. You got to stretch in ways that you hadn't stretched before to be able to hold something that you've never held before. God is limit unlimited. His goodness is unlimited. His love is unlimited. His resources are unlimited. Are you ready to partner with an unlimited God? 
you must greatly increase your capacity. When we begin to try to wrap our head around how much, how big God is, how much he loves us, how much he wants to pour into us, how unlimited he is, man, I says, man, we've got a big job to do to increase our capacity. There's a big world to be touched, to be helped. There's people in our community to be touched, to be loved. God needs you to be a bigger conduit. God needs us to be a bigger container for his glory, for his resources. To train people, to love people, to help people. And this leads me to the last thing I'm going to say about this today. And then we're going to declare some things over our lives. Um, We're going to give. But I want you to think about this for a moment. They're receiving the greatest financial and spiritual blessing of their life up to that point. And the nets started to break. Their capacity was being tested. Simon has this God thought. He said, I'm going to call for my partners. Come help. Help! Right? I'm sure it wasn't a calm help, right? Those nets are snapping. They're about to lose the catch. So they call out, help! And the partners come, and they realized if they wanted to increase capacity, they would have to share the blessing. If they wanted to increase capacity, they would have to share and give the blessing. And I want to tell you that's such an important part about God increasing you and increasing your capacity. You cannot do it with a closed hand. You must do it with an open hand. If the hand is closed, guess what? Nobody's taking anything out of your hand, but guess what? God can't put anything in your hand either. So when I open my hand and say, God, I'm willing to share the harvest. I'm willing to share the increase. I'm willing to be a giver that God can increase our capacity. How many know that two boats are better than one in bringing a haul of fish in? Two sets of nets are better than one set of nets with bringing a big catch of fish in. Two teams of fishermen is better than one team of fishermen to get a mega catch of fish into the shore. When we think on the scale that God wants to bless us and bless our community, we have to get into a mode of unity, sharing the harvest, of being givers. Sharing the blessing is how you increase capacity. In that precious moment, if these men had not shared and gave some of the blessing, it's possible they would have lost everything. Think about that. If the nets were already starting to tear... What happens if you don't do something different? They continue to tear. This thing said it almost sunk both boats. So it definitely would have sunk the one boat. The blessing could have turned into tragedy if they wouldn't have been generous. How do we increase capacity? I see some people, they go around in the same cycle over and over and over and over again because they're not understanding certain key steps to God blessing and increasing them. Generosity is one of those steps. They had to share with their partners. They had to give some of the harvest to others. And that's when their 
their capacity increased. A lack of spirit-led generosity can cause you to lose out on the real blessing God wants to give you. Imagine if they lost everything. Imagine if they almost had the cash of a lifetime, but instead they lost their boat. Imagine if they almost fulfilled their purpose. Imagine if they almost had this mega spiritual moment. God wants to bless you so much in this season. God wants to bless you beyond what you can imagine. He wants to increase your capacity. Without the increase of capacity, we cannot house a greater level of blessing. Many of us have been praying, God bless me in a greater way. Put your hand up if you've been praying in some way, God bless me in a greater way. Maybe it's relational, maybe it's financial, maybe it's an open door, maybe it's a career situation. But you're saying, God bless me in a greater way. Guess what? If your capacity does not increase, you won't be able to house and maintain and steward that blessing. It's imperative to increase capacity. It's time to step out in faith. Whenever Jesus steps into a circumstance or a strategy, it's time to go deeper in God than we've ever gone before. It's time to resolve those doubts with a greater level of faith, making that exchange with God. And it's time to give and share the blessing. This is how we increase capacity. Will you bow your heads? Let me pray for you today. God, I thank you for this moment. It is your desire to speak something to us today, to take us to a higher level, to take us into purposeful thinking and purpose in this new year. God, let us grab hold of what you want to do. Father, thank you that you have good plans, plans to prosper us, not to harm us, but to give us hope and a future. You want to bless us 30, 60, and 100 fold. But to even be able to house that, we have to increase who we are spiritually and naturally. God, help us increase our capacity. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. For more information or to connect with us, go to hopeunited.church. And remember, if God is with you, you will be undefeated.